0: Welcome to the Ask the Experts Podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. I am Karen Bhatia, and this is Ask the Experts. And thank you so much for joining me. Today I will be joined by Paige Van Zant. Paige was a longtime UFC fighter, but now she is making the jump to BKFC bare knuckle fighting championship. She signed A big deal with them. Her first fight is going to be on February 5th, so we're going to talk about the reason she made that transition, and a lot of it had to do with compensation issues. She felt like she was unfairly compensated by the UFC. She made more money doing things outside of UFC, such as Dancing with the Stars. Instagram sponsored posts, things like that. I've always said, if you are a fighter, you should definitely expand your brand, take those opportunities. I don't think there's any reason not to expand your brand, engage with fans, put yourself out there. Um, and, and Paige certainly is doing that. And now in terms of fighting, she's continuing her fighting career with BKFC. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about being a polarizing figure in MMA uh, and and look forward to this BKFC card. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Paige Van Zant. I am Karan Bhatia, and let's ask the experts. I am Karan Bhatia chatting with Paige Van Zant. Paige, we know you spent a long time in the UFC and now making your BKFC debut on February fifth. How pumped up are you for this new opportunity?
1: Uh, I'm obviously really excited. Uh, There was a lot of big decision making that went into me leaving the UFC and heading over to BKFC. But I'm super excited. Obviously, it's going down here in Florida, which is where I live now. And um, it's it's a big deal. They put on a really amazing card.
0: And your opponent, Britton Hart, she called you out. She wanted this fight. What do you know about your opponent?
1: Uh, I know a lot, you know, obviously when I was looking into going into BKFC, I had watched her fight um, against Beck Rawlings, I had watched a few of her fights, um, you know, I actually watched that Beck fight as it was happening, because I was super interested in Beck's transition over to BKFC, it Was just you know, out of curiosity, and um, it's a super exciting matchup, I love that I'm finding somebody who's already, already fought for a title, she's been in BKFC, this is her world, and I'm coming in to take over,
0: and you're coming in, you're looking to make a splash, you're obviously gonna be the star of, of this league. Um, you were in UFC for such a long time, and I know that you were excited about free agency, about dipping your toe in those waters. Um, and I know that you were also vocal about the compensation issues um, with the UFC. Do you, when you look back now at, at everything in terms of the, you know, the money that you're able to make now versus what you were making then, do you think it was a little bit unfair in terms of the compensation with UFC?
1: Um, I just know that as a professional athlete, especially with what we do and put our bodies on the line for a sport, I just feel that, you know, we do need to be compensated more, especially in comparison to other professional athletes. I know that the UFC obviously isn't as big as the NFL or the NBA, but in retrospect, you do have to be compensated for, you know, a career like this. It can be really short. And the idea is not to to do this part-time, obviously. So uh, I'm really happy that I was able to test free agency. I feel like if you're not getting paid for what you're doing, it's not a job. It's just a hobby. And I wanted this to be my full-time job. And now I'm, I'm at that point, And I can truly say that fighting is 100% my career that's going to take me into retirement.
0: And did your perspective on the compensation for UFC change because you were able to do uh, you were able to market yourself in so many other ways and, and create new opportunities for yourself, which I think I've, I've recommended a lot of fighters to do that because there's no reason not to expand your brand and try different things. And you were able to do that and say, Hey, I got paid this amount for this, for example, dancing with the stars or something else. And look at that in comparison. Did, did those type of opportunities open up your eyes to, in terms of what's out there in terms of compensation?
1: Absolutely. And I think that was kind of a question that people had throughout the entirety of my fighting career was like, oh, when am I going to leave and go to Hollywood? Or when is LA going to take me? And that's never what I wanted. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars was absolutely amazing. And I I wanted it to be like a one-time thing. And that's what it was. I was doing Dancing with the Stars because of who I was in fighting. and But being on the show, it was a big eye-opener to be like, oh, there's way more money doing other things than fighting. And, and it's right there for me to grasp, but what I want to do is fight. And that's kind of like, you know, the hard, like give and take of, of the whole thing. And I'm really happy now with where I'm at, you know, being able to negotiate. It did take, um, you know, a big part of the compensation, especially for athletes is, or for UFC fighters and, um, fighters in general is negotiating your contract and, Nothing is set in stone. Everything is negotiated. It's not like you're walking on to a team and that's the set pay for someone who's walking on. It's it's so different than a lot of other sports. And every single aspect of your contract is negotiated is negotiable. And I luckily have an amazing management team that was able to come in and negotiate huge deals for me because that's what they do is they do huge deals. So I'm I'm really thankful I have first year management Malky and Abe in my corner because that's how I'm able to look at my career. And it's like, it's done a 180 now.
0: And I've always said for fighters in boxing, MMA, the more that you're engaging with fans, the more that you're creating your community, right? I, I've always thought of that as a good thing because you're you're engaging with your fans, you're bringing them uh, into your world. And I spoke about this with like, for example, Ryan Garcia in boxing. He has a lot of followers on Instagram. You can have a lot of followers on Instagram and also be a really good fighter. So would you have any advice to maybe young fighters coming up of the best way to expand your brand, the best way to get new opportunities and, and opportunities outside of fighting? What Would your advice be?
1: Yeah, I would say definitely only do things that you're passionate about. Don't do anything just for the sake of like popularity or trying to build a brand. Of course, it's a job. You know, I put a lot of time and energy and effort into building myself and and going after these other things. But I'm doing everything just because I love it, and it's all stuff that I'm truly passionate about. And then on the other side of it is you need a really good team. You totally cannot do it all by yourself. So. I have like my manager, a business manager. I have like the people in my life that I trust to kind of point me, my career in the right direction and to know if it's the right move for me, if it's going to build me and help me grow or if it's not. So, um, a big, the right team, having a really good team and a supportive team behind you is very important. And then also just be like transparently yourself. I think, It's hard because a lot of people like with the rise of Conor McGregor, we have all these people that are like, I'm the next Conor and they all kind of try to embody his persona and you can't, he's originally himself and I'm originally myself. You have to truly just be true to who you are, but, but show off those other aspects that make you unique.
0: Absolutely. There's only one Conor McGregor. Uh, and and like (laughs) you said, authenticity is definitely key. So you started with the UFC in 2014. Um, I'm just curious about your relationship with Dana White, with the UFC. How was it when you started back then? And then how did it kind of evolve, uh,
1: through the years? Um, you know, I always felt like I had a good, good, uh, relationship with the UFC. Of course, business is business. There's going to be times when you feel like you need to, you know, fight for what you deserve. And, they're, you're you're gonna expect pushback. That's just the way that it goes. So over overall, I, I truly do think I had a good relationship with UFC throughout the entirety of my career.
0: And now that that you have left the UFC, um, I know that Dana White had a couple comments on the way out. What is your relationship like now with Dana White in the UFC?
1: Um, obviously, I fight for a different organization now, so it's just kind of like you know you we you close one door and you open another one and. I don't know that he would ever be upset or, you know, uh, he would never put somebody down for going after their dreams and, you know, trying to get paid more. Obviously it's Dana White. He knows how to make money and uh, that's the name of the game is, you know, making money while you can.
0: And since you signed your BKFC deal and, and you're obviously trying this new opportunity, have you communicated at all with Dana? Has he wished you luck or anything like that?
1: Um, You know, I'm just kind of focused on, on this, this debut really.
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so um, we we know about your uh, your big following and 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 BKFC, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a fantastic opportunity. What is your plan for this year uh, with BKFC? I mean, how many times do you want to fight, and what are your goals in BKFC?
1: Uh, we'll see what they have in store for me. Obviously, I would like to fight as much as possible. I would like to fight at least three times this year, maybe more. Um, I know the opportunity and the door is open for me to be, to fight as long as possible and to fight as many times as possible. Of course you have to worry about, you know, getting cut open or injuries and, but, um, all things are positively pointing to me fighting, fighting all the time.
0: (laughs) And have you thought about, you know, your future? Um, do you want to stay in bare knuckle? I know, I know you're a very passionate combat sports fighter. So would you try other disciplines? Would you go back to the UFC? Would you go into boxing? Have you thought about kind of the future at all?
1: Uh, yeah, of course, you know, I'm only 26 years old, so I know that I have a bright future and absolutely, uh, any combat sport I choose to go into right now, I'm hundred percent focused on boxing and, and BKFC and fighting in this bare knuckle organization. I think the door is open to me doing other things, but it, it won't be for a few years. You know, I'm truly focused on this opportunity that I have in front of me and, and maybe I will go to MMA again later and, or maybe I won't, we just, you know, I don't really know right now.
0: I know that in the past, um, I know you've gone through a lot in life and you said at some point that fighting actually saved your life in a way. Um, what, what, what is it about fighting that you're so passionate about that you love doing it so much? Why is that?
1: Uh, I think when you truly love something, you can't necessarily like put a finger on why you love it. It's just a part of who you are. And I feel like fighting is just, it's just what I do. I can't see myself doing anything else and truly being happy. Like for me, this isn't a job. It's, it's my passion and I'm just very fortunate and thankful that it gets me paid for what I love to do.
0: And I know that, you know, you, you have a, a big following and a, an enthusiastic following on social media. Like we talked about. Um, I'm just curious about your, you know, relationship with your fans. I mean, you'll put up a photo and you'll get a lot of comments. Sometimes people will say things like only fans and, and things like that. Are do you see those comments and what do you, what do you make of, of that in that and your following in that way?
1: Uh, i only see like the negative comments when other people bring it up for me it's more uh i feel like i have a good relationship with my fans i feel like i am trying to engage them as much as possible i'm doing a lot of things like i've created a youtube channel so my husband and i made a youtube account and you can follow us it's like a day in the life kind of series but it's like behind the scenes and um it's called a kickass love story and it's on youtube but uh you know for for me it's Of course, there's going to be haters, but it's like you have to understand that if someone's saying something negative about you, it's because they're not doing better than you. There's no one ever better than you that's even going to think about what you're doing. So it's, you know, I I feel like, yeah, negativity is a part of it. We just live in a negative world, unfortunately. Um, And you have to try to be a light through all the negativity.
0: Absolutely. And when I was searching for, uh, you know, your record and just doing research, there, were, there was a forum that came up and there, there's always people on both sides. And it seems like that to be like specifically true for you. And I'm just I'm just curious why, you know, why do you think that is? It seems like in fighting, uh, in a way, you become a polarizing figure, like some people support, some people don't. Um, you've always been a, a, you know, a tough fighter. You fought with a broken arm. You've always given it your all in, in, in uh, fighting. It's obviously your passion. Why do you think that is that it's like a polarizing type of thing?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily know why people would ever choose to like hate another person or not like another person or not support them. I think the hard thing in MMA is, um, I guess in the world too, people just don't like what's different. And I feel like maybe I am different. Maybe I'm not the typical fighter. Um, but I, I know that, you know, there's a lot worse things going on in the world right now. So me focusing on someone not liking me based on um, my fighting career is—it's so small in comparison to everything else in the world. So, yeah, I—I I, I mean, I would love for everybody to love me, but I know that's just not realistic. Yeah.
0: Um, in, in your fighting career, I mean, you, you fought, uh, MMA, you fought in different types of leagues. Um, is there any fight that, that you'd like to have back anything that I know that you had a lot of injuries that obviously that, you know, there's nothing that you could change about that. That's just part of the game. Um, anything that you would have changed in terms of preparation or fights that you took any, any, anything that you would have done differently up to this point?
1: No, I truly believe that like, you know, being a Christian and knowing that God has a plan for my life. I think everything happens for a reason. And I'm, at the moment in my life for a specific reason, obviously like maybe if I would have won my last fight in the UFC I maybe would have stayed with the UFC and re-signed a contract, maybe I would have, um, you know, there's so many factors that can play into it, but for whatever reason, I was meant to lose that fight. And then that brought me here to American top team because I knew I needed to change the trajectory of my training I needed to change my coaching staff, my career. I needed to kind of refresh and I showed up at the gym where you know, my, the girl I fought now we're teammates and we train together and we get each other ready for fights. And, um, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And yeah, losses are unfortunate and you can grow from them and you can try to understand why that happened to you and what you did wrong. But then at the same time, you have to just kind of trust the process.
0: And, and that was actually my next question for you. I saw the photo Amanda Hibas posted you and her training. Um, what, what have you learned from her?
1: Uh, you know, right now we're just training and training together, helping her get ready from her fight for her fight coming up. So, um, I, I mean, you don't really teach each other. You just kind of grow together as fighters and we're train you know, being able to train together is really awesome. The more high level teammates you have, the better. We have a really amazing head coach, pa Humba, and he's there with her in Abu Dhabi right now, getting her ready to fight. So it, it's just awesome to be surrounded by such positive people who are so in love with this sport.
0: And I know obviously, with with at, there's Amanda Nunez, Kayla Harris, Joanna. There's so many people uh, there. Have you worked with any of these other um you know well-known fighters and and kind of work with them, learn with them?
1: I'm specifically focused on boxing right now, and there's actually only a few of us that are just in the boxing program that are only focused on striking. So I don't take the regular classes. Um, I'm just working with my striking coaches. And then there's two other girls and then Tiago Alves that are all signed with BKFC. And we're, we're focused on this striking.
0: And, and when I put up that, that I was interviewing you, I asked if anyone had any fan questions, uh, one from Parth, he said, any stories from the team alpha male days training with Dillashaw and Garbrandt?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, there's obviously a lot of stories that go behind training with team alpha male. Um, but honestly, I just had a lot of fun. It was a really cool experience. I can't, pinpoint one funny story exactly but uh being a part of that team was was awesome it was definitely something I'll remember forever
0: um and, and just to just to close it out um you've gone through a lot in life to to get to where you are you've always kept going um you've 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 given your best in in uh, any kind of combat that you've done um what do you think it is about you that you're able to to stay positive and to keep moving forward
1: Um, you know, it's definitely hard. There's going to, everybody has times where they get down on themselves or they get down on the negativity that goes on around them. Um, for me, it's a good support system. You know, there's people I can call every single day. I can talk to my husband and my mom and my family and they, they bring me back to just realizing that my fighting career is so small in comparison to the entire world. And, um, just to try to be, you know, if you're spreading positivity, if you make somebody else's day better, it ultimately makes your day better too.
0: Absolutely, and and that kind of ties into my last question here. Obviously, with everything going on in the world, uh, people are going through a tough time. Um, just want you know, you decided you were in a certain situation. You took control of your career. You decided to go for a new opportunity, right? You probably left your comfort zone in a way and tried something. You are trying something completely new. Um, any words of encouragement or anything that you would say to people out there that may be going through a tough time?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to show compassion. You know, the world's right now so divided. I think we just need to be so compassionate and realize we're all human and we all bleed red. We're all we all come from the same God, whoever you believe in, and and um, you know, try to remember like spread love and remember everybody has a heart and a soul and feelings and I, I hope that would help, you know, help calm some stuff down.
0: Paige Van Zandt, I want to thank you so much for the time. Best of luck on your BKFC debut. It's on February 5th. You're taking on Britton Hart. Best of luck and thanks so much.
1: Yep, yeah, thank you so much.
0: And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at ATE underscore podcast. That's on Instagram. And Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at c u r r a n b h a t i a on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan at on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five star review. If you want to email the show, it's Ask the Experts Pod at Gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.